thank you for joining us for the second episode of The Green Room with Megan Hamilton and what up, the Bermudas? It's too early. Yeah, you you definitely it's, like, it's like it's the middle of the night for you right now yeah. at ten thirty a.m. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> anyway, right. uh, this this second episode of the Green Room podcast featuring me and the Bermudas is brought to you by Festy Days. Check them out online. That's facebook.com slash Festy Days or at festydays.com. We've done a lot of stuff with these guys. I do lots of pin designs for them. Um, they started lots of crazy lines of different stuff that they sell online in terms of apparel, uh, pins, pashminas, joggers, pins, slaps, grassroots hats, uh, tons of stuff. So you can use a discount code just for listening to us, and that would be gr- discount code Green Room with no space, and you'll get 15% off any purchase at festydays.com. Uh, This episode was also brought to you by Vapes.com, a family-owned and operated business out of the Midwest, specializing in e-cigs, e-liquids, wax, herbs, uh, herb vapes, uh, e-hookahs, and lots of other accessories. These guys have been super dope to us in the past. They're super gracious with us. Jeff is a great guy, and we're super stoked to have him on board. So you guys should check out what they have to offer. And you can also use promo code GREENROOM with no space to get 15% off any purchase from Vapes.com or from festydays.com. That's green room with no space at festydays.com and vapes.com. And anyway, uh, we got some special we got a special guest for you this episode and some cool things to talk about. So, here we go. So, have you guys watched any of the new season of Stranger Things yet? Yes, we watched uh, like the first two episodes of the new season last night. I watched two episodes like in the middle of the first season, so it was really weird. But, <laughs> so um, you're just really yeah, confused. Yeah, my friend was over and she she put it on and I'm like, what the heck is this? She's like, there's Stranger Things. I'm like, oh. Maybe. Who just comes over and puts on something in the middle of a season and is like, <laughs> you will enjoy it. Well, they, they were, it was just background. Like we were just kind of hanging out. But Why um, would she put it on if she's like trying to pay attention? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. You should start I, it over from familiar. episode one. I am familiar. That's my suggestion. I, I just had to watch it with from episode one because just, Haley hadn't seen it yet. So. I'm going to watch the last episode. I'm going to work my way back. I'm going to watch episode nine and eight and seven. Has anyone... Well, that sounds like some Star Wars... <laughs> maybe there's a Star Wars order to Stranger Things that makes it make more what sense. What if I figure it out better than you guys? What is that order called? Uh, Tarantino. Uh, no. <laughs> Tarantino. <laughs> no, there's a name for it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, where they, they... I'm going to look it up. Yeah, look that up. Star Wars. Anyway, I stayed up until about five in the morning last night. I'm almost done with the new season. Ooh. I was binge watching it. The problem is on Netflix with that show in particular, machete. it just runs right through. Yeah, the machete order. Machete. For Star Wars. The machete That's order. Okay, what is the machete order? Let's look. Yeah, what is that? Um, like conspiracy. Okay, and also, where does machete order fit into the new? Oh, stupid Harry Potter theme songs. <laughs> I don't know where that is even coming from. Um, there's a machete order for, I was just going to ask what would be the order for all the new ones that are coming out, but apparently they've already like made an order that makes sense for those too. Though to me, it looks like they're just <laughs> in order. Um, but anyway, machete order is number four, number five, number two, number three, and then number six. And then apparently we don't watch Phantom of Phantom Menace. That's not even included. <laughs> no, it's not, <laughs> it's not even I love here. it. Yeah. <laughs> They were like, uh, Jar Jar, no. Well, I, I mean, it's an episode Have two. you heard of the theory that uh, Jar Jar is actually the Sith Lord? I heard that he was the Night King. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because, I, Kish what? is confused. That's a Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> 
Jar Jar is actually the Night King, and Bran is actually Jar Jar. Oh, mind blown. Yeah, tell me you hate him now. <laughs> you hate him even more. <laughs> yeah. You- <laughs> Would that be funny if that was actually the case and all of the Star Wars fans from the last 30 years <laughs> were, were just like, validated. fuck this, yeah. fuck you, George uh, Lucas. We hate then, it. But then you could have a swimming dragon. Uh, a Gungan dragon. A Gungan dragon. That sounds like like a Gungan, Gungan dragon. dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's hilarious. You should make a, a fan. Dude, I should make a, 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 a parody song, song about how Jar Jar Binks is actually the Night King. For Megan's new song. <laughs> <laughs> like a Gungan dragon. dragon. Yeah, it needs to be a thing. Somebody out there do it. We're going to be too lazy. I am not Jasmine. I am Aladdin. Ugh. I... Don't know why I know that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, the new season of Stranger Things is great. Yeah, it looks really cool so far. But I'm ca- uh, I'm more creeped out now than I was in the last season already. It's a little more creepy. I like it though. I it like needed it. to be. It needed to build to this. Yeah, it was a little too. How do you say kid well, friendly? They had to though because if it would have been more scary, I wouldn't have watched it. Really? Like honestly, no. I mean, oh my god! By the way, parts. it had holy, some jumpy parts. In the have you guys season. seen the new movie um, on Netflix, The Babysitter? The Babysitter. No. Oh my god! It's like this new satire horror film that's like full of hot chicks and like it's oh. super hilarious. It's like a it's a, it's like a satire but still a horror. I don't know. I found it extremely entertaining. So is it I like, don't know really what it, I would liken it to i guess like maybe like this is the end do you laugh during it yes or? like it's okay. like it's like a satire horror movie it's like this like is the end movie. this is this is the end this is the end yeah that's a good example okay because the world was ending and it was kind of scary but it was full of idiots and it was funny uh, but it's more yeah. like a more like a horror yeah scary movie three st- style of that so okay. yeah if scary movie three and this is the end made a baby it'd be called the babysitter and it's on Netflix now, and it's hilarious. So you guys have you guys it. ever heard of this movie? I accidentally watched it a couple weeks ago. That's what it's called. No, it's called uh, <laughs> it's called sing, single single white female. Have you heard of that? No. <laughs> okay, I was hanging out with my friend. You sound uh, desperate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was hanging maybe out if with, I watch this movie. Uh, maybe if I watch this movie, I can find one. Yeah. Anybody, anybody <laughs> out there willing to uh, <laughs> Netflix and chill with their friends? That turns out it's a movie from the '90s. I was hanging out with my friend. He was packing up. He's moving back to Denver, and he had on TBS, and it was their Friday Night Fright movie thing. And this movie called Single White Female was on. And I don't know. Basically, there's this crazy chick who cuts her hair to try to look like this girl that she moved in with. Anyway, long story short, she pretends to be this other girl, sleeps with her boyfriend, but apparently he's been sleeping with everybody, so it doesn't matter. Wait, does that then have, she this stabs, have Leighton Meester in it? Oh, wait, no, that was called The Roommate. This sounds like exactly like a yeah, previous plot. Could be. Anyway, she ends Leighton up Meester's hot. stabbing this guy in the eye with Gossip a, girl. the stiletto, with her stiletto. What? That's yeah. awesome. I know. <laughs> it kind of creeped me out. Um, you have just a fear of stilettos so now. So that's why girls wear Anyway, yeah, then we, we took a, a cigarette fresh air break, and we missed the ending. We, wa- <laughs> we spent like two hours watching. A cigarette watch- air break. We took a, <laughs> a we, we spent like two hours cigarette watching cigarettes. it with commercials on TBS, and then we took a break and missed the ending. We took so a I break to inhale some poisonous so I don't, I don't know how it ends. We Anybody out there, if you know how it ends, Speaking let me know. Inhaling. Post about how Post about the ending in the comments, I because have, I'm... I have Google. I can look it up. You could, no, you you could Google it. It's not as fun. Leave it up to the audience to... Do you want some of this pan again? 
No. That Merc do you on Saturday? No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so you can have cigarettes. McDonald's are kind of like cigarettes. McDonald's is a lot like cigarettes. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. That was a great segue, but totally, totally is. Once you have it, like once, then you just like. So yeah, it's, oh, it takes that, a while. That felt to, good. It that takes a nice. while to break off of it. <laughs> After like three or four days, you're good. I'll just have it one more time. Yeah, yeah it's like you that could bad go. Thing <laughs> you could go six months. You could go six months without or going lo- to McDonald's. Or years. Or I have done years. it. Even without fast food. Let's say you're just anti-fast food. But now I moved by a McDonald's. Yeah, you go to McDonald's one time. Ooh, girl. You get a something off the dollar menu, and all of a sudden you're back there within the week, guaranteed. Yeah. Well, my my week link is the breakfast thing that they're doing all day breakfast now. Cause all I want is a hash brown. I do love their sausage egg and, and a sausage biscuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, too, I go. No, the champion of the breakfast menu is the McGriddle. Let's just put That's that out true, there. but it's a thousand calories. And also, I'm really bummed they just got rid of the steak and egg burrito. But I'm just gonna stop talking about my extensive menu knowledge <laughs> of them right now. You know what's actually good? Those little the breakfast. Hey, we've all been on tour, okay? Yeah, <laughs> we're oh, man, musicians we're and cheap breakfast is. But, but here's the thing: too, the best food we had on tour was that Hawaiian restaurant. I'm just saying. You think that so? That was a good find, right off the. Uh, and Japanessa in Seattle. You think so? <laughs> that was the best sushi I've ever had. They had specialty rolls for like six bucks all day. That was actually pretty good. They were fantastic. Sushi. We ordered like, okay, we were, <laughs> this is so funny. We were with Tim, our the last sax that we had in, in the group. He's playing for Space Monkey Mafia now. Um, but anyway, we were, we were, I think we all took the train out there and we went to Japanessa and like the whole way to Japanessa, Tim's like, hey man, can we like not go to a sushi place, man? Like I... I really don't like sushi. And we're like, grow up, basically. <laughs> and then he's like, ugh, fine. I'll just come sit with you guys and drink, I guess. So then we get there, and he orders, um, like, these chicken chicken nugget things off of the appetizer menu. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I think yeah, it was yeah, a yours? tempura chicken or something like that. But, you know, the like, closest thing the, you find the whitest thing nuggets. you could find. Yeah. <laughs> and um, orders that. And then we we saw the menu and, and saw that all the specialty rolls were like literally like six or seven dollars. So we, me, was it me, you and Jimmy? All three yeah. of us and our old bass player, we all ordered like 10 specialty rolls. Our freaking table was covered in sushi, like completely covered in sushi. We ordered anything that possibly looked good. And keep in mind, then, this is after that, after spending three days on a train with Less than, train food. Less than great options. For yeah, well, we got that pizza delivered to the door of our train, oh, we which was a whole fiasco. kicked off the train. Hold off of that. Let's, uh, I'll tell that in, another, in two seconds. Later, later Just tell time. it in like one second. Right. So anyway, Tim has his little plate of chicken tempura nuggets, and um, we're like all smashing this sushi. I think he, when he saw it come out, all like covered in sauces, and some of them were deep fried, and there was like super white people made sushi. I mean, like, we love our sauces and stuff. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> like... Um, he sees it looks bomb and he's like that doesn't look like raw gross fish that looks bomb and so he starts being like yo can I can I have like one of those we're like sure you can try it you know and he tries oh man can I try like another kind yeah sure okay yeah anyway like does this does this to every single roll eventually tries to only pay for his chicken nuggets (laughs) Pat's like we'll split the check four ways thanks bye (laughs) (laughs) Nice try, Tim. Like, nice try, bucko. (laughs) 
But anyway, what were we talking about? The train. Oh, my God. We got really hungry on the train and, like... Was it on the way back? This had to have been on the way back. All they have for cheap food, if you don't want to go to the dining cart, if you don't bring your own food, which you totally can, we're idiots, was um, pretzel. You could get, like, a... Like a like a concession stand high school basketball game pretzel. Even worse than that, <laughs> ba- the high school basketball game food might be better. Okay, maybe better, but um, better, better They did have good beer on there. They it wasn't terrible beer, though. though. But anyway, buy, um, you can't buy beer in high school. Yeah, no, you can't. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Why can't you? They should have that for the old ball. That would not go well. Never Just, mind. Anyway. So anyway, um, yeah, we got super hungry right when we were around like Haver, I th- between Haver? Haver and Wolf Point, Montana. No, no, it's not Havre. It's Haver. And um, <laughs> we we decided to order a pizza. We called, like, this place called, like, Pioneer Pizza, something like that. Was it, wait, I just got that. Was it spelled P-I-E, like Pioneer? Or did they I, not I don't, get their own joke? Um, I don't think it was even called Pioneer Pizza. I was just trying to think of, like, an old-sounding thing, because it's, like, Wolf Point, Montana is, like, the middle of nowhere. But anyway, um... Yeah, we we were on the wrong train car, and they don't, like, open the doors to all of them, especially when it wasn't a smoking stop. So they didn't have, like, any of the doors open. They only had one open to let in the new people that were getting on the train from Wolf Point. We were on the wrong cart. We're trying to get our pizza. Yeah, so, well, no, first, okay. We order the pizza. <laughs> yeah, you tell We order the pizza. Had to yeah, I had to do this. Yeah, I had to do this. We all went to different <laughs> carts because we didn't know which cart it was going to come to, so we all took money so, to, like, separate carts just to, like, stare out the window yeah, and be like, where yeah. is he? Where's well, let's the pizza? Step back. Let's step back. Idea. Let's step back. Okay. <laughs> Let's cell phone. Let's, let's, let's machete this really quick. Well, I mean, you got to tell the story in order. So, <laughs> first, first we order the uh, first we order the pizza, and it took a while because we, we didn't no have service. any cell phone service yeah, out so in the middle would, of Montana. Yeah, so we like get in like a tiny bit and be like pepperoni. <laughs> and we call this. Yeah, we were able to find this place in the town, and we order the pizza. We tell them the situation. We're coming through on the train. Our stop is going to be. We have like a three minute window here for they you guys to drop. They even said they're like, and you know that it's like real quick, right? And we're like, like, oh yeah, yeah. We, we know. know. We're just <laughs> like we're starving. We need some real food. And have you done that? They said they've done it before. Yeah, so. they said they've done it. So we were like, cool. Okay, regardless. So then that happens. We get to the stop. I thought it was going to be a smoking stop, like you said, where they open up doors for all the cars, maybe leave leave you about and you five get like to ten five minutes. minutes to stand outside or to get searched yeah where we could go outside but they weren't letting people off <laughs> that's another story so we didn't know Jeez. they only opened up one car because there's maybe a line of six or eight people that are trying to get on the train and they're all walking into this one car and like you said megan we all went down into different cars like at the ground level of different cars to see which door was which open. door was going to open and none of them and did. And none of them, none of them <laughs> did for the cars that we went to. And I see that there's a little window, like a little porthole window that you With can With a sticker on it that says, Don't, do not yeah. open window. Do not open window. Well, whatever. Oh, God. And I see well, the exactly. pizza. Exactly. Well, whatever. <laughs> well, whatever. I saw the pizza. I saw the pizza delivery person coming up, pulling up. So I opened up the window. And I yelled at him. And I, I had my, you know, We're $20. Like, right here. Right here. here with the pizza. <laughs> And I looked down the row, and the conductor, the train conductor, or whoever, whatever you want to call him. I think it's exactly what it's, it's called. Okay. <laughs> he, point, he sees me with my head out the window. Hey, hey, he points, He points at me, just like stops and points, and was like, you, stay there. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, All right. No. Get the pizza inside. <laughs> more, what's more as, the pizza, as the pizza delivery driver is like running Shoving across it, the yeah. snow and like holding it up in the window so I can get it. Anyway. 
Wait. He just he just bitched me out. And you got the pizza. You okay, like set it down so the pizza was out of the equation. And then yeah, the guy continued yeah. to yell at him and yeah, be like, he, "If you're like, can't you do that again? You're yeah, off this train." Off the train, and he wouldn't let me leave the car. We all each so we individually got threatened to be kicked off the train for different things different at different Jeez, times. You but guys. you should take. Well, I think they just like like really to fun. do it. It's how they keep people in check. They're like, "I'm gonna kick you off," and they're not. It's fun. The train has no. One of the rules of the train is you say, for instance, you can bring as much beer as or booze as you want on the train. I do know about that. Yeah, but you can't have more than one beer bottle or just a liquor bottle sitting on a table at any time Mm. because there's, like, kids running around and stuff, and they don't want people thinking that people are just getting wasty on the train, even though you have to sit there for 39 hours. What am I supposed to do? But anyway... (laughs) Um, yeah, you can like bring anything, but Tim got threatened to be kicked off because he had like four beers on the table with him, him and Jimmy. Yeah, they were, if you do that again, I'm gonna kick you off. Jeez. And then like, yeah. I know you These don't even do right. anything. Try to smoke a joint Question. in the bathroom. They were like, oh, we're gonna kick you off. I mean, <laughs> you can't all. do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah th- man, people just suck these days. <laughs> <laughs> Question: oh, If you take shit. a train through Denver, are you allowed to smoke like pot just right through that like city, and then like have to not smoke? I don't think so. Um, well, no, he, no. The deal is with that. I know the exact answer to this. the 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 train is a federal is ran by the oh, federal a federal sense. organization. Yeah, so no, so you not. legally cannot on any property yeah. owned by like BNSF or anything. You Amtrak cannot. Is a federal Amtrak pop- is a owned federal. by the co- the yeah like it's federal property. Oh really? The the company I don't think is I don't think Amtrak is it's run by the, the government, but the system. the railway system was established by the government and is still owned. By the government, the property is so you can't oh, have you can't have sense. weed on it at any point ever, yeah. because you're technically on federal land, which weed is not federally legal yet, is it? No, but lesson no. learned: do not smoke weed on train tracks. Yeah, in I mean, Colorado, I smoke did. Weed before oh wherever. wait, you did that? No, I'm just saying. It oh yeah, like I mean, can. just generally don't. It's a good um, rule of thumb, and don't uh, make friends with two random dudes that are sitting in front of you that tell you that they've smoked a joint in the bathroom before and believe them because they're wrong because you, you will get story? caught. You <laughs> 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 a lot of train stories, man. I really missed out. You yes. should take um, the train we'll sometime. We'll take the train a lot, soon sometime. It's a lot can quite happen in a few days. <laughs> it's 39 happen. hours of being able to have your own booze and walk around and do whatever you want, basically, except for smoke joints. So the, the worst a, part about the train... Is that the seats are The seats kind of suck, so your back like hurts. But, I mean, you know, that's why I've said you can bring as much booze as you want. Yeah, that's... Yeah. that's it helps you fall asleep. It definitely... Like, it makes it possible to... Like, this train ride brought to you by white Russians. Because I <laughs> like, can't sleep about it. No, I, I took the Amtrak once the, on the The train music chairs festival. suck. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was fantastic. It was only like three. Or they four have hours. those like um, bunks, like the yeah, you can, you can buy get, like a room with a bunk. But I don't expensive. know they are, but like I don't know how many people you get with I that. You get like the sleeping bunk. Is it two of you get to Maybe be in that two. room? I don't know. Because if it's like four of you, then like we should do it. I have PTSD well, from the Harry Potter movies. I don't think I can get a, my own room <laughs> um, in a train. My uncle takes a train quite a bit from Calgary, and he was just in town a few weeks ago, and I asked him how much those uh, those cabins cost, and they're like. I think he said something like six hundred or eight hundred dollars. They're super expensive. It depends. Whoa. It depends on what, like, where you're going where and you're like. Going. I suppose he's going all the way back to Alberta, which is. Yeah, no. Super it depends far. on. It totally, completely depends on where you're going. Like when you go to buy a train ticket, those come up as options. It's just like a concert. Like it's, it comes up as options for your little VIP booth or whatever, and it just costs generally like two to three times as much as the seat. Hmm. Interesting. 
I don't know. It looks sort of worth it, but I don't know. It's so the train is super cheap anyway if you buy your tickets in a timely fashion. I always forget about the train. I My mom was always like, Megan, you sure you're gonna take the train? Like you, you're gonna be late. The trains are, they're always late. And then the train was early at every single stop that I got on. And I was on the train for like a month. Y'all were only out there for like two weeks. Well, it's probably because all their conductors are like the pizza Nazi. Pizza Nazi. (laughs) Like, you know, they, they stick to their schedule. You know, I made friends with one of the chicks that was working in like the, um, in the, the, the dining cart. And she came to our show in Portland. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She, it was random. Anyway. So has anybody heard, uh, like any of the new releases that have come out lately? Is there anything that we should be paying attention to? Yeah. So definitely going back to that Funk Jesus, you know, by the Floozies. I could not stop listening to that record. I just over on repeat all day, right, right when I found it. It was so cool. Kish has I found like, the Floozies. <laughs> you found faith in Funk Jesus. Uh, it was so good. I haven't listened to, I got I haven't listened to a lot of new music. Lately. It's awesome. I watched, um, I went and saw them when they came through on their Funk Jesus tour here uh, with Late Night Radio and Boombox. And it was really cool. They opened their set with um, uh, Love, Sex, and Fancy Things, which I used to play all the time. Um, it samples that 50 Cent song. I wish I could remember which one it is right now. But um, anyway, it was super cool to see them open with a song that, like, I mean, I think that's got to be like four at least four years old. So I was super stoked when that happened. Yeah, bring I wish that they would make a, a, a collab with K-Lab, which brings me into, yeah, there's, K-Lab has a new CD coming out, which should be awesome. I've been playing so much K-Lab lately. He's incredible. He plays the guitar too. That would be cool. To, I'm going to have to check him out. Yeah, and um, Ryland and Phil uh, Beak Nasty has a new LP, or is it an LP or an EP? I don't know. I think it's an LP this time, actually. Uh, Spilling the Void is coming out soon, too. And I know that Ryland's been working on that for, like, two years or something. Probably since his last release, knowing him. Uh, yeah, works. The World is Real. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yep, I'm looking forward to that. I just need to go back. I need to probably spend a week going back and listening to releases from the past six months, in the past six months to a year, because I've missed so much. There's been a few things. Hop, on, heard, hop on SoundCloud or whatever, and you can just, like, go down feeds and pick a song. Oh, uh, no. So, see, SoundCloud sucks, I think, for that type of stuff, because it's all about the people who you follow and That's, all of that. Yeah, type. And then, that is, it, it, you know, when you play a song that you actually like and then it jumps to a similar song, it's kind of like Pandora in that way where you get a lot of the same how, What would you recommend, like, what, what I mean, Pat listens to, like, such Spotify. different stuff than us. Like, That's true, yeah. We constantly, I mean, once in a while, I'll break away from it and put on, like, Phoenix or, like, Yancey or something. But, like, generally, you and I are, like, listening <laughs> well, I think to electronic music. there's a new Phoenix music. album coming out. Or... Ooh, girl, don't tell me that right I feel now. Like I'm uh, so excited. So I use Spotify and just go on the new releases. But the thing that sucks about Spotify uh, is I wish I could just see new albums instead of... They'll, like, drop singles, albums, all that stuff in one... 
hodgepodge. Oh, did you guys uh, see list. that last week, or I mean two weeks ago, our first episode of this podcast was featured on SoundCloud's The Upload, which is a, a playlist no, was, they put that together That was actually just last day. week. I know. This oh, yeah, they week. put it on last week. This past week has gone by. Yeah, really so slow. we were Look on The Upload. Go. This so that was cool. Two or just that was really cool. Thank you. All right. Um, thank you, SoundCloud. For the upload. Yeah. Shout out SoundCloud. I'm sure you're listening. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Who of SoundCloud, SoundCloud? Uh, like Clo contest just ended for uh, the remixes from her Harmony EP. And the winning entries are awesome. I actually found... So here's like the winning, the winningest. The, the guy that won like all those prizes. So it's like a what sub pack. Win? It's like a sub pack, like a tractor S8. Wait, is uh, a sub pack that backpack? Yes. That... It has like a sub in it and it like shakes you. Like what? people say that it's helps with mixing so much. Oh like, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, or like they want to do like sub pack stages now where everybody has a sub pack on and then oh, they don't so have to have bass like in a downtown. So sub pack is just something that you feel. It's not like yeah. So like like you could have it at like a silent hear. disco and it would feel like you're at a concert oh, but you're not. Okay. But you're still just hearing it in your headphones, you know, and so like it, doesn't blast it vibrates music. your bo- your back, your your whole body. It feels like you're. Like feeling that. So it's like a, it massages your body. Yeah, uh, I Martin uh, Liquid Stranger really. I I think he was Advocates. talking those up recently, yeah. and uh, I tried one on when I was at like Guitar Center or some place like that pretty recently. It was so really then cool. So you put headphones? Does it hook up to headphones somehow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't play music for people. Like if you're out walking down the street. <laughs> no, it does not do that. It just <laughs> vibrates. <laughs> no, See, that's I, not its purpose I at all. I want a backpack or something to be invented that does that so you don't so it's basically like if you go back in the 80s and early 90s and you just had your d d sucking boom boxes d batteries that is yeah all uh, good, yeah you, you could just like play music down the street yeah they need to do I that mean, there needs to be like a boom box boom box backpack boom box back or like for your guitar boom so back. it has a battery pack and everything on it you could play guitar on well they have, those. And, they have those but like backpacks yeah for sure oh well you know Maybe what i want backpacks, but they have like belt and I'm copy, I'm trademarking this, and what I, a backpack that massages your back. It just has like these shiatsu like rollers, and it just goes. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, and you just like sit there, and you're like, I got my massage pack on. And it would be cool then if you could program different massage patterns from the app that they would. Of course, of course. You could. What if it massaged you to the music? Ooh. Then it'd be a sub pack. All right. Anyway, no. From a, what we were talking about with Closey's uh, Closey's remix contest, um, Vago got first place, and it was this really cool. Like, I felt like it was very Odessa y and very flumey. I guess. Um, it's, uh, yeah, Vago V A G O. If you want to check it out, it's really cool. And then the second place runner up or whatever, and they 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 won like a ton of software and all this kind of stuff too, which is really cool. Like Gravitas was in on it, and Serum was in on it, and Anyway, um, second place or runner-up or whatever went to this guy, uh, Chris Commissar, who goes by Commissar, C-O-M-I-S-A-R. And I, like, stumbled upon his stuff because of his Closey remixes, and he has... Here, I'll play, like, one of the tracks that I found the other day that I thought was super tight. Oh, yeah. What is this track called? Yo. It's called Yo. I think that's a word everybody can relate to. I can dig. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so I found that guy, and uh, everything he makes is pretty dope, so you should check him out. It's kind of like very chill. 
like kind of like deep funk kind of stuff. Is that like a German word? Uh, uh, it's his last name, so it could be German. I, I don't really know. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. And even um, just going so out. So yeah, congrats uh, to those contest winners. Yeah. All of those were really cool. There was like over, there was almost 300 entries for that contest, dude. Jeez. And I listened to like probably half of them. Just wanted to see what other people were doing with it, you know? Totally, yeah. There's a lot of... that so. You can find a lot of new people. That's why I like SoundCloud is because you can find people that, you know, you would never hear before, you know? They just, like, they're doing these contests. They have their own stuff. Um, they're making stuff in their, you know, basement, their mom's house or whatever, and they're uploading all this new stuff, and it could be something new and exciting, and you would never know because you didn't have SoundCloud. So, um, so and even going off that, uh, off the EDM genre, um, I believe... So I grew up listening to like rock and Chili Peppers, Tool, Perfect Circle, Sublime, stuff like that. Uh, Perfect Circle is actually coming out with a new album for the first time in I think, I don't know, 2012 or something like that was their last album. I think I was too pop punky emo to be listening to Perfect Circle, honestly. Well, I'm I'm excited. But I had friends that really dug that, so cool. I saw them live one time and they were really good and I never really listened to their music before. It was one of those, I sometimes like to do that. If I know I'm going to see people, yeah. I don't I don't listen to their music beforehand because I don't want to judge them based on anything. Yeah, and you know what? There's just so much stuff out there anyway. And live too. is a lot different. Like things translate so much differently live. Also, Absolutely. I mean, there's artists that people will say, "Oh, I love their music, but they suck live," or "I love them live, but I hate their music." So I just looked it up. Their last <laughs> totally a thing. Yeah, uh, like I the last album was 2004. Kish. So 2000. it's been oh, a wow. okay. Hell that's of right because I, I was 13 like thirteen years. School. That's crazy. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, but yeah, like, uh, with like, um, Russ Liquid, for example, his music is very interesting and like, um, I don't know, there's, there's just like so much detail and it's very avant-garde, I think, compared to some of the like live sets that I've seen him do with like Russ Liquid Test or whatever. And they've just been like super organic, funky sounding and that I like super fell in love with yeah. The last liquid test when I first saw them because they were so funky and then I went and checked out his music and it was, I'd say much more chill. Yeah, and I, I actually did like a little saxophone. But I still like it regardless, but just like I'm saying, like I love seeing Rust Liquid live. Yeah, it's a different feel to me than the music. Most of the stuff that he comes out with, Sans, um, the collab that he did with Sun Squabby, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, I like listening to us live. When we're playing on stage, so. <laughs> uh, I don't always. It depends on who's the sound guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I hate listening to myself. Me too. Shut up. Yeah, we're all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, um, dude, you know when I was in my AP art class in high school, um, I remember every day we would listen to this band, and I didn't know who it was, and I was kind of like, I don't know. I thought it was like Pearl Jam or something like that at the time. It ended up being Foo Fighters is who we were listening to like day in and day out because my friend Paul Gorsuch was obsessed with the Foo Fighters. And it wasn't until later in life that I learned to like really appreciate them and like Dave Grohl and you know all, yeah. all of that. Um, and they're coming out with a new album, right? It's it's already out. I think it's called is it? Black and Gold or something like that. Yeah, it came out within the past month. Okay, yeah, that'd be more your wheelhouse. I, I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. Uh, have you, as you, you haven't tell, listened I don't to know it anything. yet? No, I haven't listened to it. I, I actually have kind of gotten out of it. What uh, about Concrete and Gold? What Concrete about Weezer's gold. new album? I haven't heard that yet either. That came out this past I wonder, Friday. I haven't heard it either. I wonder what style that they've gone I like, this time. I like their later stuff. I don't think it's that it's different. It's for me, yeah, with their stuff. A lot of people will say the blue They're album, weirdos, green album, or it, you know? Pinkerton. Or I like, like Pinkerton. Everybody loves Pinkerton. <laughs> like, you're not going to find a Weezer... A, 
Are you even a Weezer like, fan if your favorite album isn't Pinkerton? What's your Pinkerton? favorite song? I'm Pinkerton, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you even Pinkertoned? <laughs> Anyway, uh, I like their I like their later stuff. It's a little more poppy. Sit and down. Sure, it might not, it might not uh, appease everybody like the old school fans, but I think it still sounds pretty pretty much like them. I wouldn't even know. They've had some certain stinkers throughout their career. Stinkertons. Stinkertons. Uh, yeah, they should have renamed that red album Stinkerton. Uh. <laughs> but that's beside the point. <laughs> Oh my god! To even know all the albums that they've put out, I would have to look on like Wikipedia. Yeah, I forget. Okay, okay. Speaking yeah. of Wikipedia, there's this new Netflix documentary out called "One of Us," and it's about um, these young people kind of like trying to flee the Hasidic Jew community in like Brooklyn, and like they, the Hasidic community has completely taken over like a segment of Brooklyn apparently and I didn't have any idea about this maybe I'm naive and maybe like this is common knowledge but um they've even like instigated their own school systems and like public transportation systems and like police systems so they literally don't have to like interact at all with like New York's actual government or like the way that New York actually runs so they're allowed to have this like very um primitive sort of society without being bothered by people that are like are you kind of like neglecting your kids or like maybe not giving them enough schooling because they Weird. just have taken over everything so they like the state has no say in it really they anymore. ride the horse and buggy still is that no that's amish people amish. Okay. Um, it sounds like scientology but no there was it was just i i thought of it when we talked about wikipedia because um that one of the kids that comes out of it he said like when he when he finally got out he was like wikipedia was a gift from God. That's verbatim what he says about it, which I think is like ironic terminology. But um, he just said like without Wikipedia, he could have never survived. And like there are so many things of the real world that he didn't know how to like do or get through that are just common knowledge things like how to get on the bus or like how to how a fast food line works and like stuff like that. So he had started just like telling people he'd show people a picture of his ID so they could see that he was Hasidic and then be like, can you help me? Tell me what's going on right so, now. And it wow. was like technology mana. Yeah, basically. He, there's only, that's only, he said it was the only reason and he now, was able to like function in societies because of Wikipedia. And it's funny because P- Wikipedia gets so much heat for being full of crap. So, and it often is, you know, but yeah. I mean, think it's crazy to think that it's completely made it possible for someone to like acclimate themselves to a society they've never been in. And they're totally. like 18, 19 years old. Totally. Plus that helped me pass like so many papers, you know, back in college. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, um, we should give Wikipedia to North Korea. Just like hand it to them. Um, like, Here, guys. Are you not aware that they don't have the internet? Well, I mean, we have to. Well, they, internet yeah. first, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying they long well, long term like, goal. Long term. <laughs> I, I haven't planned yeah. this whole thing out yet, but when I save the world um, slash, you know, open the eyes of the North Koreans, I um, yeah, I so internet too. I'm writing this down. Okay, internet, Wikipedia. All right, save North Korea. Done. Got it. Next, uh, next thing. Next right. life goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's and now crazy. we've got crazy. everyone's favorite segment. You ready to harmonize with me, guys? It's the album, album of the, of the week. week. <laughs> Here we go. That uh, was. Who wants to start? Improv. Right. Who wants to start? Who wants to start? Uh, album of the week. Go. I guess I'm on. Kishy right. fishy. So, um, I was kind of uh, I'm running out the door and uh, I'm just kind of grabbed something here. It's uh, Glenn Miller's uh, 
um, album, just original recordings here. So the reason why I like this this uh, this guy, Glenn Miller. So what it is? It's a jazz. He, he's a, a jazz uh, big band conductor, which can also be for trains and, and big. Has bands. he ridden Amtrak before? And, <laughs> <laughs> I think him and Amtrak actually. The way he died was traveling, so his his plane just disappeared, like over the uh, I think the English somewhere somewhere up in Europe. Anyway, they they over don't know the what English. happened. Over <laughs> the English, over the English, over the. Well, I think it, he just like died right channel. over the English. <laughs> right over the. <laughs> and so yeah. Anyways, no one knows where he went. He's just like boop, gone. Oh, where's Glenn Miller? He was big, like big jet. He was huge, huge, and he just like disappeared off the face of the earth. Aliens. Like kind of, Amelia kind of how, Earhart. Kind of how I want to go. You right? Know, Didn't Amelia Earhart die like that? Yeah, we don't know. Did the Wright brothers is. die like that too? Am I mixing up plane stories? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> There's all that like juvenile knowledge we all have about planes, and it has to do with the Wright <laughs> brothers and Amelia Earhart. There's that guy. There's that guy who uh, jumped out of the airplane and nobody found him. With he stole all that money. Oh yeah, um, without a paddle. <laughs> no, no, that, that's a movie. I know, but it's the the guy movie. that uh, DB DB oh, yeah. Uh, DB yeah, whatever his name is, you guys know who we're talking DP. about. DP <laughs> DB Wells DB something like that. I don't know. DB anyway. Cooper. DB Cooper. Getting yeah. back. So sorry. I, I just remember that. Hey, I just remember that. DB Cooper. <clears throat> DB Cooper. DB Cooper pulled a Glenn Miller. Go That's for it. That's a good um, name. I like. Or that Glenn name. Miller pulled a DB Cooper, and he's still just hanging around, being like two hundred years Dude, old. Dude, wouldn't that be cool though? Just to like be, everyone <laughs> be, thinks your dad is like. It wasn't, that, Tupac. it wasn't that long ago. He's yeah. not two hundred years old. Anyway, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Glenn Miller disappeared. So just to like familiarize with it, you know that song uh, is called um, "In the Mood." It goes. I can go forever. Yeah, that you Sorry, I just like things. we've all seen Parent Trap, okay? We know that song. Yes, we all exactly. And that's so he's a tons sw- of songs. So he's like a, a swing swing guy. Like, yeah. It used to be like so back in the day the jazz musicians were like um, let's say like the Christina Aguilera and like you know that of the back in the day, I'm pretty sure. Like Elvis, Glenn Miller, you know. Oh these, yeah, all Glenn these, Miller, Benny <laughs> Goodman. I don't know why. I'm just trying to say like, <laughs> like, like, Elvis into yeah, like the jazz grades. I was trying to say like I was just making a general term over like these, these people and leaders of their genre were Pat just rock Boone. stars. I wonder how they used to party though. Like, do you they, they would like have Elvis? Their I love that. Soda. <laughs> we'll talk about Elvis Let's go again have later. Five scotch and sodas tonight instead of like for us. It's hey, like, you guys, you guys want to go out and get a drink, huh? Let's uh, go out and get a drink, huh? Nowadays, you want to fight about it? All these kids nowadays just in their four <laughs> locos. Well, exactly. It's like, what do you guys want to do? Oh, man, let's, like, let's go out and get some beers, guys. You know, back then, they're like, oh, we're going to smoke a cigar. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure they had their, you know, they had their vices. Yeah, I wonder what it was for them. They would stay, would go, oh, flappers. It was. <laughs> the um, flappers. Oh, um, I could see her knee. Oh, jeez. They were too busy being racist and um, hating women. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like walk Let's hard. go out with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Crack one open with the boys. Huh? My, my wife's giving me some lip today. Well, okay, I'm done. What? <laughs> I don't know. If I wanted some lip, I'd jiggle my zipper. There you go. Um, anyway, though. 
So Glenn just, Miller. That's a joke. We are not sexist. We are not. Except Kish. I, I, I'm a little bit like everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not. Oh my gosh. So you're <laughs> getting back to Glenn Miller. So back to, um, back, yeah. back to Glenn Miller. Amelia Earhart. <clears throat> Glenn okay. Miller is basically the, uh, on the same level of Elvis in the jazz world. Yes, that's where <laughs> I was That's, what, I yes, that's what I've learned He's today. He's the Christina Aguilera of <laughs> yes. the big band world. Yes, and he disappeared. No one knows what happened. He might be alive. He disappeared know. over the So English. he's the Tupac of he's the Tupac of the big band world. Yeah, yes. Exactly. You guys okay. get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. My All album right. of the week Woo. is Sun Squabby's new EP. It was called Deluxe. There's a track on there called Deluxe, but it's not my favorite track on the whole thing. What's my favorite track, track is obviously the Russ Liquid collab, like I was oh, talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah, yeah, pick like me that. up. Um, I, I re- finally realized that that was a playoff. Pick me up after like months of playing oh, this song that, over and over and over again. That makes sense. Yeah, so I wonder why it's called that, guys. And anyway, mm. um, I'm just kidding. It's a it's an amazing song. The Russ brings some awesome horn section parts to it, and I think that really, like, it makes a really full sound with, with Squab's sound, too. So both sides are awesome. Um, there's actually even a hidden track on the vinyl that is uh, the Cloud Chord remix of Pig Me Up, which is, like, a super future funky guitar-influenced um, remix of that track. So you guys should check it out if you haven't. That's Pig Me Up, as in, like, don't, where did Pygmies live? Like, Australia? Uh, New Zealand? I think, the, I think oh, those are aborigines. I think the pygmies are in Africa. All right, well, they're not I could in be South wrong. America. Figure it out, guys. I think they're like in the Congo. <laughs> I thought they were in the Antarctic. Okay, you know, if only we had something that we could type letters into, and it would tell us where the pygmies were from. Let's figure Wikipedia. This out. Pygmies, Google. the children of the jungle, and they're four feet eleven inches tall. Where are they from? That is not something that is being said. Central Africa. It's Congo, right? Oh, you guys got it. No. Australia, Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, the Philippines. Oh, they're New everywhere. Guinea, Papua New Guinea, Bolivia, Brazil, and Negritos of Southeast Asia. So we kind of all were they're right. Kind of, yeah. We were all right. They're all over. Oh, and they're in the Congo. They are High all five. over. I haven't seen one of them yes. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and they are all over the place. What the heck? Oh, North, North America was not mentioned in that. Never mind. No. <laughs> God. <laughs> little pygmies, oh my little, god. Little uh, guys. Hey guys. <laughs> hey little guy. Hello, guys. And, uh, so shout out to Sun Squabby for letting us play with them yeah. accidentally somehow it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, they didn't down. even know we were They like, didn't even know we were, were like, gonna oh, be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh you guys are here? What the hell? <laughs> I guess we'll make it work. No, it so fine. to everybody out fun. there aspiring in Iowa. aspiring to open up for people. Pro tip, just show up. They'll let you open for them. Love. <laughs> Instruments in hand. If they not, love it when that happens. If anything, you'll, you'll usually get into a show for free if you have an instrument in your hand. Okay, don't do that. Anyway. No, no. Love. But they were super cool, and they're really funny, and they have good jokes. So I like them. Yeah, they're really great guys. Yeah, I had a blast with them. So oh, my, you, oh, you mean Kevin? Oh, yeah. You mean, <laughs> have you guys been to any Dave shows lately? Anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get out of here with your tipper. I'm not. I'm not tippery enough. Oh, I was talking about Dave club. Matthews. Law, you That's were. That's right. They're both Dave. Is that a joke? <laughs> that was a joke. Of course. Oh a my joke. god, you were not talking about Dave Matthews. I used to be into Dave Matthews. Great. One album was really good. Well, That's one, John Mayer. One time, Dave Matthews was into me. <laughs> oh, 
Ooh. Okay, what what um album did you bring in your hand, Pat? So I was on the fence of a few albums, but the one I grabbed on my way out the door this morning was uh, Live at the Greek by Jimmy Page and the Black Crows. So this was done in the 90s. I have never heard of that. Am I the worst person on the planet right now? No, it's really... It's, I, I don't think I have either. It was done in the late 90s, so Jimmy Page is a guitarist of I, I, Led yeah. Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. And... I think he just wanted to play some Zeppelin tunes and tour around with them because they hadn't been a band since Bonham died in the early mid eighties and they just never toured since then. So I think the rest of the band members didn't want to do anything, didn't want to go out and play, but he still really wanted to play and he owns the rights to all their catalog. So he found this band, the black crows who kick ass. And if you're not, into the Black Crows. You should listen to them. I think they're great. Maybe you'll hate them. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> but they did this live at the Greek album, which is at the Greek Theater with Jimmy Page, and it's super sick hearing Chris Robinson uh, sing Led Zeppelin tunes. It's great. And it covers their entire catalog. Yeah. It's two discs worth or four sides vinyl worth. You listen to the whole thing? Yeah, you can. Did you can listen to the whole thing. You, Have I? Yeah, yeah. multiple okay, times. Gotcha. Is there yeah. a song if I just had one song? Um, like, I let me take a look. You won't listen to the whole album. Let me take a look at the track listing here. I mean, it, it covers Zeppelin's entire discography, which is really cool. Oh, okay. Then maybe I will. So they, they, so uh, they play... Yeah. Guitar. And one thing about Jimmy Page, and you can hear this actually on How the West Was Won, which is Zeppelin live album compilation... Jimmy Page is known for being a wizard in the studio and just kind of nailing all of his parts in the studio, but he wasn't really known for that live. You know, his timing wasn't perfect and everything, and you can really hear that when you listen to their live albums or him play live. Maybe he's shy. He's, <laughs> I mean, no, he's a killer guitar player, uh, but he just doesn't nail everything live. He's not one of those kind of guys, which is great because not everything is supposed to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes... Sometimes when things are too perfect. Except for me. Speaking of that, <laughs> uh, welcome to our podcast. It's not perfect. <laughs> yeah. But um, let's, uh, let's segue into our awesome special guest today. Uh, we got two people that we are very, very fortunate to be pretty good friends with. We got Troy and Madden here today. That's True Feels and Filibusta. Woo. So um, everybody right. make some noise. <laughs> What up, guys? Yo, yo. 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 How was the show last night? They were in Fargo. It was decent. Good time. Nestor's closing down, so it was nice to play one last set Nasty. Nasty Nestor, baby. Oh, my God, dude. That place. I have lots of good memories at that place. Yeah, we do actually have. We got got a very good memory there. You want to go over that? That's a nice opening story, right? Yeah, that's a good opening story. Um... This was like two Februarys ago. It was a while ago. It was, yeah. Um, and we were opening up for you, Troy. And you unfortunately I just saw that didn't get a chance poster the other day. It came up on my like <laughs> memories on Facebook. I remember it was like three years ago today or whatever. Yeah, Maybe. and unfortunately Troy didn't get to play because. Oh um, my god. Yeah. So I drove. Yeah. yeah. I, I weighed the uh, weighed the uh, trip. I was like, do I want to spend a bunch of money on a flight, or I got another show in uh, Northern Illinois. Well, but just... you also had a show the next night yeah. in Bismarck that you were supposed to play. 
Uh, and you had a venue issue. Oh yeah, that's right. So you right. drove up that's, for literally nothing. That's right. From St. Louis. That is right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember okay. it vividly. That's right. Because, <laughs> wow. See, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. that's why I drove up because I, I, I was so supposed bad. to have that show in Bismarck the next month, night, but that fell through, and so I picked up another show uh, in Illinois. So I was just like, I'll still do it. I'll do the run. I'll go up 14 hours, play my set up in Fargo, and then turn around, and come right back. And what I did was I drove up there. Didn't play a set and then drove 14 hours straight Like 12 back. hours from St. Louis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got yeah. to see that beautiful yeah. drive, that yeah. wonderful, yeah. beautiful oh, drive so to Iowa. And that was great. <laughs> okay, so uh, basically uh, what happened is that while we were playing, um, we were like, I'd say 10 minutes from being done, like maybe yeah. within the last 10 minutes of our mm -hmm. set. And, um, last note of the bass solo yeah, and I like I remember <laughs> I I high filtered everything in the song for a second so that Jimmy could just like totally pl like plow through the bass, and slap on a bass and like he was mid like two minute long slap bass solo and all of a sudden the whole thing goes and like <laughs> everything yeah the, the, the lights in the nester shut off the sound is off every all you can hear is is people kind of like breathing and then all of a sudden it's like Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then everybody's like, "Is it? Was it a break? Was it on purpose? What happened? I think the people <laughs> thought, like, it's people legitimately thought that J Jimmy was playing so hard yeah. that he right. lost the power. <laughs> people were like, "Oh, dude, sick! He broke power. Yeah, dude. And so anyway, then um, we're all like standing around there for like 15 minutes, kind of waiting to see if Troy was gonna be able to play or not, right. and then. Uh, and then we got like a like Michael Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael MJ. <laughs> MJ, MJ got a Michael got Jordan a, was there. Everybody, if everybody's wondering, yeah. Michael Jordan was yeah. at our yeah. show. Michael no, Jordan was at our show. <laughs> Michael Jordan was a lot of time in Fargo. To be honest, <laughs> I think he has he a house there. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> vacations there. So, a of them. so Michael Jordan was was on the phone with the power company or whatever, and they were like, well, estimated time of power revival, 2.52 a.m. And we were, it was like, right. I mean, yes. the bars closed in North Dakota at 1.30 anyway, and it was probably like 12.15 or whatever. So we were just kind of like, it's well, over. it's done. Right, right, And then yeah. the, the estimated time kept... Going what, up what, what ended up happening? Semi hit a transformer. A uh, transformer a yeah, a semi okay. hit a transformer okay, yeah. or something like yeah. that, and it knocked out power. Unless it was like a semi a transformer, I don't know. I don't I'm know. Sure. I don't know. I don't a transformer blew and it knocked out power for like two square miles <laughs> yeah. of that area of Fargo. Not because of Jimmy. <laughs> no. Because of transformers. Remember that one girl who came back for him the next show and he wasn't there. That is so funny. Yeah, the next time we played, that's so weird to think about. The next time we played in Fargo, we played at the aquarium, the fishbowl, and like, we're, we're done with our show. I'm cleaning up my stuff. It's like 1.50. It had been like last call. They'd already kicked everyone out, and like, these two chicks are still hanging out in front of the stage while we're like putting our stuff away. All the lights are on still, like, like at this point. And these two girls are like, Where's your bassist? I came here for him. I, I came here for your bass player. And like, I, I was like, <laughs> Slide in those jams, okay. girl. I'm sitting there as the new bass player. He's still here. He clearly hasn't been on stage all game. Like, yeah, like, okay, where is he? He's just on one. And I was just like, okay, like, very tight. That's super cool. And I'm sitting here as the new sax player, like, I could, I could be your new bass player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, cut my hair. I look 
a little bit different. I, I switched yeah. up my instruments too. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned up and I grew up. I hit puberty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Um, so, so, Troy. Oh, what? Oh. So, Troy. You're from St. Louis? <laughs> Uh, Edwardsville. It's about 45 minutes from Yes, Sandals. Barbara Streisand. He's from St. Louis. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, how'd, you uh, how'd you get up here, though? How'd you start developing a following out here? How'd you get out of St. Louis? Um, so, I'm trying to pinpoint the exact time of that. It was probably four years ago. I played a show with uh, Yodo in Iowa City. And it was like the first time I actually made it outside of um, the St. Louis area. I had played, like, I went to uh, NIU, Northern Illinois, Northern Illinois University, and I'd play shows there, you know, around in uh, DeKalb. And so um, I was kind of getting closer to Chicago, playing those shows, and then kind of scooting in towards St. Louis, too. Yeah. And then uh, the Iowa City one was kind of the first show that I played that kind of branched me out. And from there, it was, it, it, I don't know, it got easier. You know, I was like, once you start branching out, then you can, you know, hit up the, the one uh, city that's just the next one down the road from, like, Iowa City or from Chicago, you know, Milwaukee, sure, right. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been a stepping stone, you know, all the way. It for sure feels like that. Yeah. The funny thing, too, is that, like, um, there's some, some weird paradox where the more you play outside of where you are from the bigger mm -hmm. of a deal that everyone thinks that you are. Right. <laughs> right. Like, For in real. your town, though. Like For real. Leave your town. Big honestly, deal all of a sudden. Honestly, Play in your own town. Have a huge show. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Happened to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say the big uh, turning point for me was uh, I moved to uh, L.A. for... It was only, like, two months. I just went out there and, and uh, uh, couch surfed uh, a buddy's couch of mine and uh, moved to Vegas like uh, probably oh, two, right. two or three months after that and I, I spent about a year there Memories. and yeah. the amount of sh the amount of shows in the Midwest that I was now getting booked for after I moved away from the Midwest just yeah. like you know double triple quadruple it was crazy. crazy so it was like it was almost like um, there's this illusion that since I like moved to LA to pursue music, like it, you made it. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I mean, it, it worked out for the best. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that I wasn't still working hard and making, you know, dope tracks or whatever. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't, it wasn't just that I moved somewhere else. You know, it was that I was doing everything full force. You know. Right. But I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I think that helped me out a lot. You know. Really. Yeah. So nice. your advice to us would be move to LA yeah. for two months. Well, my parents <laughs> have this. We can kick it with my parents for two months. I'll tell them they, they make couch great surf. goulash. It's their Hungarian. Yeah, it's they're Hungarian. They better make great goulash. Today, this guy came up to me in Panera because I was carrying a Zoomies bag, and he was like, like probably like a set in his seventies, I'd say, and he was like. How do you say that name? And I was like, <laughs> I was like uh, Zoomies, and it, and he's like. Huh? <laughs> so I'm like, Zoomies! <laughs> no, he wasn't that old, but he was old enough to be like, huh? And I was like, Zoomies. And then he went on and said that he was Polish, and he said in Polish it would be Zoomiesz. Zoomiesz. So like, well, that's a good ask. good to know, and now I'm going to call nice. it that. Y'all want to go to Zoomiesz with me later and get some new joggers? Ooh. Joggers. Maybe some skateboards. <laughs> 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 
Polish people are white, so it's not racist for us to mock true. them, right? True. Very true. No. <laughs> no? No? Yes? No. no? I don't think so. Wait, who's Polish? Kish? Dude, there's that whole bit no, on... Okay, no. There's that whole bit on Broad City when Ilana and Abby are, like, sitting at a restaurant, and Abby's like, okay, Ilana, um, do... Italian and she's like and then she's like okay now Hispanic and she's like like goes off and she's like all right now Chinese and Alana just like stares at her and she's like dude no it's 2017 come on no not funny so rich um yeah, funny, funny stuff. Um, thank you, Barbara. Do you have more questions for us? I have more questions. Um, where did you first take a shit? I, I believe really it was remember. in my pants. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> if you, I mean, if we're gonna be honest, the first place I took a shit was in my pants. Negative five bucks given there. <laughs> I'm a baby, man. <laughs> Were you even a baby if your first shit wasn't in your pants? True. Wait, y'all wear pants as babies, though? <laughs> True. I'm just saying. I guess it was in the diet. Depends how much money Baby pants are hot. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Could have been wearing pants. You think I remember? <laughs> as a baby, I was very fashionable. Right. I can, I can see <laughs> that, Patty. <laughs> sparkly baby pants? Yeah. You know it. You know it. I've been wearing the sparkles for like... 20 whatever years. And yeah, yeah since yeah, no yeah. one can see Pat right now, he's in a yellow root suit. So root suit? Is this what you call these things? Didn't Instead you read your, man, the package of man. your own thing that you brought over here? And no. yeah, they are called root suits. I learned that on Shark Tank. Mm. What is a Shark root suit? <laughs> I just want to have these body suits. It's a body suit, like Green Man. Dude, you got he's trying to be Mr. Poopy <laughs> Butthole. I'm trying to be Mr. Poopy Butthole. But, but we made those glasses and they just don't look right. It just doesn't work. No, it's not. You just okay. be yellow man, dude. It's Mr. Straight. Creepy Butthole. Yellow man. Mr. Yeah. Po- Mr. Poopy Butthole. Oh, Poopy Butthole. He said it, Mr. Creepy Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you could be, dude. I, yeah. Yeah. I bet that's what Cassie would call you. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this one chick that, this one chick that was yeah. friends with all of us, we were all at this like festival once I ran into her. I'm like, sup, have you seen Pat? She's like, yeah, he's drunk, he won't leave me alone. Like, okay. So I totally told Pat that. Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good one, Mr. Creepy Butthole. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Cassie, if you're listening, bring me a burger. She works at Burger Jones. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Thought you were going to apologize for Zach. Like, oh, Cassie, sorry, but... No, bring me a burger burger and bring Pat a big (laughs) socking of coal. All right. Well, I deserve it. Yeah, Barbara, what's next? Uh, All right. Matt Thornton, True Feels. Yes, sir. (laughs) Whoa, we're going with that. Oh, you mean Matt? Yeah, Matt. Matt was my birth name. Um, so, you, used to, you used to be in this band from Minneapolis. Now band. you're not. Was it always a band? Was it ever a band? Yeah, I don't know if you'd call it a band. It was a group. It started off. Yeah, you as... you sound like my parents. Like my daughter's. <laughs> she's in a band. I like, they, do you like they the make living room music? Uh, well, Frank Sinatra, he knows how to sing. I, uh, yeah, the band, uh, group, whatever you want to call it, started off as me and uh, my buddy Matt Carter. We were both rappers. Cardi. And we made the beats, and then we had a DJ spinning the beats. And then eventually, stuff kind of changed. We ended up going the more jammy route as soon as we started hitting festival circuits. And then we got the final group. We ended up with me, Matt, and the guitarist. And we started messing around with Ableton, started DJing like our own tracks. 
And yeah, it was kind of like a hip hop, funk, electro jam sort of deal. It was dope. What did Duende. you guys call yourselves? Duende. We were called Duende, which means uh, expression of the soul through art, I believe. And really? What, so what, I didn't like, know it meant Ballsy. I remember seeing stickers of you guys, like when I used to do hip hop. Um, right. You guys had already been a thing for like two years, so I remember seeing stickers of you guys like on every light pole or like every yeah, bathroom. Yeah. We went hard. Yeah, like every bathroom, like paper towel machine, mm -hmm. like ever had a Duende sticker on it. And then um, when I was in Menage a Quad, we ended up having you guys play with us at our residency at the Caboose. That was right. the first time we played together. And that was one of your guys' um, last shows, minus that Halloween show that we all played together at Muse, where like Aaron Carter was supposed to headline or something, and they ended what? up booting that. I didn't that. know that. Yeah, like that. Sound in Motion did some show where they were supposed to have... Uh, I kind of remember and reading about that. Some shit something happened with, with Aaron Carter. And then, well, no, the shit that happened with Aaron Carter is that somebody saw how much money was actually in his bank account while he was checking his like Wells Fargo app on his phone. They like saw it over his shoulder and saw that he had no money. And they took a picture of it and put it on Twitter. <laughs> Realistically, why would you think he has money? Um, I think it's Aaron just a Carter misconception thing. of like right, how much right. money I like everybody in the music industry yeah. makes and how quickly they fucking spend it. So well, I mean, this is like 15 years after the f after he was anything that anyway. he wanted candy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> he probably spent it all on candy. <laughs> <laughs> he loves candy. Oh, I love chocolate. He loves candy. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Did y'all see the new Chris? No, I, no, you haven't. There's a new Chris Brown documentary on Netflix. I don't know how I like. I must have been very bored the other day. I was like, nothing else is on. No new Modern Family, no new Bob's Burgers, blah, blah. So I watched the new Chris Brown documentary, and it's literally just like him mansplaining how he beat his girlfriend, <laughs> explaining it like detail laugh. by detail. You should, because it's literally, it's so transparent. The whole documentary is like him giving detailed, like a detailed description of how he beat her and why it was like not cool, but that like, it's okay now because he's different. And Jesus. like the whole thing was just like featuring family members being like, he would never hit a girl and like stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, but, but he, he did. did. And then like, <laughs> yeah. And then just constantly like people being like, but he changed. <laughs> I kind of struggle with like, where do you draw the line of like, when is someone allowed to be okay in society again? Do we banish them forever? Or are they forever hated on? Cause they said something. I think South Park had an whatever? episode of this. It was like right. 20 something um, years. After. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, no, now he's like trying to, be, like, the whole documentary is just so transparent and just is like, okay, y'all, I beat a girl, but like, I feel bad and like, I clearly suffered all these repercussions. Look at me, I'm in court and all of this, right. like, footage right. of me being in court and like, I've repented mm -hmm. and my hair isn't pink anymore. So please <laughs> make me matter again. Right. Like, the whole thing. It was like the the roast of Justin Bieber when they, when at the end of it, he, he gives this speech and he's like, all right, y'all got to roast me for an hour, okay? I know I suck. I peed on people. Let's just <laughs> move Justin on. Justin Bieber peed on people? I mean, he R. Kelly'd like, son in some fashion, I'm sure. But yeah, no, he's like. <laughs> I'm sure he are Kelly. Like no, he totally peed on. He peed on like people peed from on like a VIP. Bucket. Like yeah, he peed on <laughs> in some shit he should not have peed on. He peed where he should not have peed. Okay. That's he's it. A sex offender. Justin, he watch peed where wherever he, he wanted because he was entitled. And then he also like beat up a uh, a security guy. He he punched a security Justin guy. Justin Bieber beat someone so, up. He that tried to, with, and then all of his bodyguards had to like break it up immediately right. but yeah no he did some dumb stuff awesome. and like had went on and had a roast 
and everybody just grilled him for like an hour. It was a hilarious roast. I'm not saying it's not funny. My whole point was though that it was very transparent at the end when he came out and was like, thanks everybody for roasting me. Now you got it in and let's just like move Chill on now. now. And like, Those I know Shaq, I was done, right? but let's just move on. Yeah, Shaq, yeah, uh, hosted by Shaq's dick. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great roast, dude. But yeah, it was just so transparent. And like, I felt like Chris Brown's documentary was just like, a much longer, worse spinoff. Of I mean, he that. had his he had his chance, you know. Chris Brown. Same, like, he was the next but, Michael Jackson, but you know what? Molesting guess, people right, and stuff never right, stopped him. So right. anyway. I guess just don't beat up chicks or molest kids. Right, or or molest wait, wait, kids. no, but you can do that. You'll be the biggest king of pop of all time. Anyway, but then you also tangential, but yeah, you also <laughs> die in your sleep. That's true. Or, <laughs> Good point, you know. Yeah, but no. But what is, what is the lesson in that? Because Elvis didn't molest Don't kids, and he died on the toilet. So I don't think there's any karmic value there in how was... you die compared to what you were like. Because no, so, you could just I still mean, die on the toilet, even though you just made awesome. Well, like... <laughs> 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 that's what makes you, you, you shook it's his like too hard. Scratcher, though, when people buy all this natural, organic food, when the leading cause of death is by natural causes. <laughs> so basically, okay, uh, Pat, you stole that shit off Reddit. I swear to God. I did. I stole it. I knew it, you shark. Got the Reddit, Reddit app pulled up right now. <laughs> Cross. Don't channel. make me pull Where's up our next, jokes. Where's my next joke? It's <laughs> the good part about not being on camera anymore. Yeah, yeah just just for uh, the reference, Kish had Kish has his shirt off, and he got a brand new Classic. nipple piercing. He's showing off his nipple piercing. And, right. and also, just, listen to this noise. Uh, oh wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, here we go. Wait. Ready to go? One, two. Oh! Oh, I am one of these suspenders. You guys know the sexy sax man guy from YouTube, Suspenders. Right? <laughs> ah, there we go. There it's sound of passion. I, I'm wearing Sounds suspenders style. with no shirt, and my, my right nipple's really cold because I have a nipple piercing now. Um, Are you going to have it later? I will also have it uh, later. Thank you for explaining that. Did you get anything else pierced? Um, we shall not talk about it on this episode of the podcast. But no. As it's if. my right butt cheek. <laughs> they do butt cheeks now. Nice. Get a schedule no, for I don't appointment. have anything else, Pierce. So the reason we're all here together today. <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of church. <laughs> we gather here. That's what they say today. to me at church. Uh, because we are all playing tonight. We gather tonight. here to monger ourselves in fear. At the spookiest, <laughs> the spookiest event <laughs> of the year. Shatter. Terror fest. Are you terrified yet? <laughs> Spooky. That's nice. perfect, guys. We should open a haunted We're house scary. right now. Yeah. We're scary. <laughs> <laughs> so. but you gotta do that duotone whistle thing, like. <laughs> that was good. That was real good. Thank you. Yeah. Duotone nice, Pat. <laughs> do you see Pat trying to do it? <laughs> 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 So yeah, tonight, Terror Fest, um, anybody who's listening to this is not going to hear this in time to come see us, but we're going to be there regardless. We're going to kill it tonight. You guys should come out tonight. Yeah, you don't got to worry yeah. that you're going to see it too late, because uh-huh. we already done killed it. Uh-huh. Just you know, if, you, if you're out at Myth, <laughs> uh, go, and sit, go to see Big G, you missed out. You if missed out. Halloween you missed party, out. You missed out. You missed out. You missed yeah, out. Yeah, dude, you one time out. I was in line at you First Avenue, <laughs> and the line was like two blocks, uh, you know, down, like, one of the sides of it, like, main room show, and, um, I, 
there was another show that night going on at the Myth, and we were like talking about like why aren't any of our homies here like at this show tonight, whatever. And somebody was like, yeah, there's this and this going on at the Myth. I was like, what? The Myth sucks. And and then like two seconds later, I hear t- the two dudes behind us talking about the Myth, and I thought that they were also talking shit on the Myth. So I turn around and I'm like, yeah, the Myth sucks. And they're like. What? We love the myth. <laughs> Our friends are there. We're pissed we didn't go with them. We don't know why we came here. And I'm like, oh, well, the myth sucks. Turn so, then. And they were like, yeah. name one better venue. And I'm like, <laughs> all of us just point at the stars on the wall. <laughs> of first, we're outside First Avenue. Yeah. We're friends? just like, oh, First Avenue right here. And they're like, well, it, this would have been better if it was at the myth. We were going to see like Revolution and something or other. Um, but anyway, now our like whole tagline of anything we go to is Plus, this is tight, but it would have been better at the Plus, myth. Plus, the fucking myth is out in Maplewood, a city named after bacon. Mm. That and sounds like not a ba- negative thing. Mm. I don't think that's sounds a negative good. aspect of the myth. Mm. Anyway, Barbara, what other questions do you have for it us? It is Barbara, though. I agree. I can't walk away from that. Why'd you move to Colorado, dude? Um, this is for Matt. True feels. Yes. I moved to Colorado uh, a couple years ago. I guess mainly to just blow up my bass music or attempt to do that. Chill. It's a it's a killer music scene. I mean, they got Red Rocks and a bunch of sweet venues, um, super cracking shows all the time. I didn't really know what I was getting into, but I've been doing the music thing in Minneapolis for like six years at that point with a different group, and then every beat I seemed to make for the band just uh, I was told it was like too electronic, and I was like, well. I love electronic music, so I'm going to go do my thing. So, yeah, yeah, moved to Denver, and things have been going pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. I remember being, like, toward the end of Duende, y'all were shifting toward a very, like, ghetto funky. Right. Very funky. Like, I don't know, sitting around 100 BPM, like, funky mid-tempo kind of stuff. So I remember, like, when that all happened, and then you guys got Kevin um, playing rail. guitar for you, yeah. and he's got a really funky style too. I felt like so the whole thing at the end, toward the end of that, I felt like the whole project was super funky. I was right. really, really digging it. The last EP that y'all put out was super funky. Thank you. It's, you can totally hear like if y'all are listening, go check out uh, Duende D U E N Day, and then um, listen to the, their latest EP because it you can totally hear like Matt in that for sure. Well, both the Matts, but uh, totally. you can totally hear totally. like uh, True Feels style come through that as a group project, which is always a cool thing to listen to what like individual musicians have done and like other projects and stuff like that. So, so what's it like uh, going from being in a group where it's just you and a microphone to now being behind something? Do you feel like it's a security? Uh, I feel great. I feel great because I mean, uh, before I was doing like all the bookings and everything like that mainly. So I feel like for Duende, I was pushing hard. I wanted everybody. Yeah. For Duende, I wanted everybody to move to Colorado. They didn't want to do that. And so it was kind of like, and we're all still friends. There's no hard feelings there or whatever, but it feels good. I'm in full control of my booking. I don't have to like check everybody's schedules and see if it meets up. I don't really have to worry about anything else. Everything's basically under my control. You're so the there's captain. no, I'm the captain. There's no uh, liability there. So I really like it. I like being a solo act. It's nice. It's 
much more it's super manageable. refreshing especially totally. after you've been in, just in totally. a group project like and we are both MCs too so we can definitely relate yeah on those no levels. for sure we ran in the same circles definitely totally. and my project previous to what I do with the Bermudas was an 11 person band so yeah just having to like coordinate constantly with other people and also like in terms of if you're making music together too it's just a lot to get everybody to like be cool with or whatever. Right. That makes sense. So. Eleven people, huh? Wow, coordinating that schedule. That's me. insane. It yeah. was insane. Let's see. Man. Everybody is available on Tuesdays at one p.m. for twenty minutes. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> That's the only opening we have. It was, well, it was shocking. Show here? It was shocking how long it went on, but like, there's such this disillusion that like. If you make good music, that like that's all. That's all you need. Like there's no, you right. don't need um, dynamic within the group. You don't need to be touring all the time. Like there's this total misconception that like if you're in a, in a group and the music is good, that it's that's all there is to it. But there's just so much more like than that. With you, y'all, yeah, you yeah. gotta yeah. like each other. You gotta, you gotta be available at the same time. You gotta be on the same page in terms of what everyone is like okay with releasing and like. There's just like so much that goes into that, and it's like if I mean. If you think statistically, you look at all the big bands in the world right now, like all of them, almost all of them don't have their original members. That's right. impossible to even co like consider. I mean, Pat, you probably could fire off some names of some bands that just are full of replacements at this point. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, like even band. the right. Eagles, like almost the people died in some of those other ones. Well, I mean, no. let's exclude the Twenty Seven Club and like <laughs> true, <laughs> okay. no, but and like can, uh, and like plane crashes that kill entire bands. Yeah, but, right, um, right, right. No, I just mean like the the original members of most bands are not it's there it's anymore. More and common than that. Yeah, I mean, there's just like this whole thing that everybody's best friends. If you're in a group together, you're all best friends, and like you are really close because you travel so much together and stuff. But there's just so much dynamic that goes into like multiple people having a creative vision trying right. to funnel it all into one thing and everyone like maintaining their happiness be and like <laughs> what you're making is part of how happy you are so like if you're not into it or whatever like that doesn't make you happy at the end of the day it doesn't right. motivate you and you're not inspired and like the it's just, like a domino effect of um shit you're only you're only as strong as a weak slink as they say but so they like, also, sorry. Uh, no, I just said the iconic band that I could think of that um, they went on hiatus when I was in high school was Blink-182, you know, yeah. and that was mm -hmm. basically yeah. Tom DeLong didn't want to do it anymore, you know, didn't, they stopped liking each other, you know, and they, the, uh, uh, Mark Hoppus and uh, Travis Barker went and did their own thing. Plus you know, 44. Plus 44. And then I there was actually, there was actually, there was actually, really? yeah, I did not like plus 44. They did Boxcar Racer, which is actually uh, Tom Boxcar and Tom, Tom and Travis Barker. And that, that was, you know, that was cool. And then that, it's like, I guess Travis is, uh, like he's a slut because he goes back and forth yeah. between the two. Well, he is and then, probably like the but, mediator, but, you know, if he's yeah, able to do that, he's what, probably the one yeah. that's like, y'all need he's some all, space. He's, he's right. also there's always that in the band too. Like. There are always people, I find myself in like multi-person projects, there are people who hate conflict. So those are the kind of people that are constantly like trying to mediate yes. and like p keep the yes. peace and like stuff like that. So I think in every band you'll find like a person like that and I would have no doubt in my mind that a drummer would be that too because often drummers don't have that like ego and like solo mentality because it's really hard right. to be a drummer and to be the star of the show. Right. They keep the Especially beat, they keep in the, the electronic moving. world, but I mean, I mean they're underappreciated for sure. Unless but I just you have mean, an like, MTV reality show, they're not. They, they didn't join music to be the star of the show. But Travis is like the, the best show. drummer ever. So true. I mean, yeah. my uh, my one buddy would tell me, uh, you know, the hardest part about a band is staying together. 
And I was <laughs> That's like, so true. God. I was like, damn, dude. Now nah, we're gonna be and you know, with the old band. I was like, oh, okay, but we're gonna be together forever. <laughs> okay. No, and dude, it's like your happened. first love. Yeah. Every band is like, like a relationship oh. with a girlfriend yeah. or a boyfriend. It's right. like we're gonna be together forever. I love you, babe. Yeah, forever. Like I, right. like I can't forever, think. Ever? Imagine my life without you until you do. Right. And you're <laughs> until like, oh, your life shit. was without them, and you're go. like, thank. Yeah. I, I found a newer, younger, yeah. sexier band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One that wears suspenders and nipple rings yeah, and shaves true. their face. True. And creepy butthole. And creepy butthole. Don't forget. Oh, don't forget. That's uh, really unfortunate that that has happened to your pet. That, I know. I have to change socks to now. <laughs> so, Troy. What's up? You going back to school to be a doctor? That's the plan. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's a nice I mean, segue. Yeah, I... Uh, I don't know. I just thought about it a year ago. I'm on the ass end of my 20s, and um, it's not so much as, um, you know, a lot of people think of it as quitting music. I don't even look at it so much as putting it on the back burner because I'm still in the studio every day. Like, I mean, if I'm studying something, I'm doing it in my studio, and when I get tired of studying, I make music. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and so. that's good to know. We yeah. haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, obviously I've taken a break on shows, but that's it's nice because I have more time. Well, you were to... also playing like an extreme amount. Yeah, it, it was a lot. And so, I mean, take you know, a lot of people I've talked to about it. You know, they're just like sometimes you gotta take a step back to move forward. You know, like a break is not a bad thing. You know, and it's it's I don't know. It's I I enjoy it. You know, I'm actually. Um, I work on music more now, you yeah. know, which is weird because, you know, when you're traveling stuff, you know, it, t- it takes a lot out of you, you know, and I, right. I, I de- you know, when I finally, you know, travel six hours to the hotel uh, from the show the night before, I don't really want to work on music. I don't want to sit in the hotel and work. I mean, I just, I don't want to. I want to, like, just chill, chill, right? you know, yeah. and, like, get yeah. and prepare for the, that night's show. Whereas now it's like I come home from class, I'll work on, you know, I'll do homework, whatever, and then I'll make tracks until I go to bed, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's something that I get to do daily versus when I'm on the road. It's just like, I mean, I come yeah. back, I come back from doing like a, you know, even three, you know, three nights on a weekend and I come back on Sunday. I ain't doing shit when I get back right. on Sunday, you know? Mm-hmm. The next day I'm, I'm just kind of rewinding, you know, like trying to... Get my, get my composure dude. back and get back in that you know like oh I'm not traveling somewhere today you know it takes I need I need to sit here and be still <laughs> and you know my mind's other places you know whether it's yeah. like recoiling from like like the whole weekend I just had of playing shows yeah. or you know just like okay here's what I need to do and it's really hard to work like in a hotel room too when you're in a different right place every night because there take there's an adjustment there's an adjustment period and it's like you're you're waking up in your house or your apartment wherever you're at. And you can just walk down the hall. To it's a it's a routine thing too, man. Like yeah, I, you know, if I had, you know, if I maybe if I was on like a you know tour bus or something like that, and I had a studio inside the tour bus, and it's some yeah, place that I went back like to little, every little night, session, and you yeah. know, it would yeah, that would be so easy. But yeah. when it's a, a different room, different place, like totally. it makes it hard, you know. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, subject? <laughs> Subject? Oh, dude. So I mean, honestly, like I'm gonna sound like a su- super nerd. I'm I'm like. Like, uh, basically doing all these pre-med classes. So I, I, my original degree is in business administration. So I took none of these classes when I first got my degree. So I'm going back and taking 
like all science classes, biology, physics, uh, chemistry. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm, it's really hard, but I'm taking organic chemistry. Yeah, that's, organic, probably, that's, that's why I quit. That's, I used to be a, a biology major before dude, jazz major. It, dude, it's, it's really cool. Um, and honestly, like I, I'm on like the very like rudimentary like physics classes, but it's like I've been listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's got this audio book that yeah, me and John yeah. listen to it. But uh, yeah. it's uh, uh, astrophysics for people in a hurry. And, uh, or people on the gut, is that what yeah. you're on the hurry? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I've, I've listened to that like 10 times now, and like, I'm so interested in like astrophysics and everything. Yeah, so like, in one that, like, that, my professor for that, like, some people like him, some people, he's like Egyptian, he's got this Egyptian or Arabic uh, accent and everything, and he's like super funny because like he, he, you know, talks about it, but and he'll, he'll sometimes brush up a, up a, up on like, uh, something with the cosmos or something like that, and I'm just like, What's up, man? Oh, you know, yeah. like he was just talking about gravitational waves the other day, and and he was talking about time dilation, which for people who are listening, don't know what that is. Watch Interstellar. That's where oh, he, yes. where where the further Gravit- he got away from Earth, the uh, like more Earth like time went on, and his time slowed down. So yeah, yeah. so he's talking about time dilation, and there's like three hundred people in this class, and I'm like, he's like, you know, he, he paused, and everybody's like, ah, and I'm like. It sounds like you're describing the plot to Interstellar, you know, I get a big yeah. fucking laugh because everybody's seen Interstellar, you yeah. know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, dude, uh, yeah, it's, see, that's what, the, like, when I'm doing music, you know, and I was traveling, I, I didn't get a chance to, like, actually keep, continue learning, you know what I'm saying? That's another thing that's, like, yeah. I feel like, um, you know, like, my, it's, it's really stimulated my capacity for doing multiple things you know like where I was just doing music like I was doing like a little bit of music but now that I'm um, doing like a lot of different type of learning like physics and all you know physics biology chemistry that's really like opened up like this section of my day that I am dedicating to music whereas when I'm on tour I don't dedicate that amount of time to music yeah it's like making making music it's, let's put it that way it's more yeah. of like Spent being an artist on the road, you know, and like right. whatever that entails. Yeah, yeah. It entails being exhausted. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Being exactly. Exhausted. You guys all traveled together before I came on. Yeah, so. we, we did, did a, yeah, we did a, we did a, 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 a week, two week. Yeah, we did 18 stops in 30 days with all of us, but then we we picked up Troy in Denver, and then we did eight eight days in a row. row. Yeah. We had to compete with, the last day, we competed with Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, that's right, Mother's Day. In all places, Salt Lake City, Utah. (laughs) Bring your mother to the... That venue was cool. That was the one I did at books. I was just like, I was like, whatever, I'm cool with this, and then uh, I was like, wait. Who did books then? Is it Chuck? No, we didn't book Salt did Lake. No, we I did didn't. not do Salt Lake. Somehow, somehow it happened. Regardless, it was a cool place. <laughs> Salt Lake City on it. Yeah, Salt Lake City. That's was, where, yeah. yeah, that that's was that weird, like, vet, but weird but cool, potentially cool venue where like it was like it was we, a we played a venue sort of like that in Bismarck that was called Buckstop Junction, and oh, it's yeah, like yeah. this little city that's just kind of like secluded a bit. And this was like and an alleyway. There's multiple buildings as part of of the venue itself. It. Yeah. It was very punk rock. It was yeah, cool. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It was cool. Very post But there was, like, no one there. Yeah, there was no one there because it was Mother's Day. <laughs> That's one thing that I wanted to address on, a, like, a status this week or whatever, but, like, 
how like the misconception of people that think that like, every show that people that have any sort of status in music play that they have this misconception that they're all full of people right. and like yeah. how many shows that we all play to like nobody you went you win some you lose some you know for and sure but it's just like an experience that you all have they there's that stupid meme that's like don't expect expect to play to this which is like a EDC right, right, crowd right. when yeah. you've never played for this an empty room it's so true it's so true and I think it even still happens for like you know huge artists yeah. sometimes because of just you know they'll get the right price into the wrong market and then yeah. play to nobody I yeah. saw Nickelback playing in uh what, no Brazil, Brazil, and they're wherever, and they're getting rocks thrown at them. So yeah, no way. Yeah. At least we haven't got rocks. Thrown that has actually true. finally Very happened. True. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've never had rocks thrown at me. But oh my god, when I we were just talking about this last episode when I was at, um, or did we talk about this with Chuck? I don't remember. Whatever. When I when I was in Grand Rapids, somebody was throwing somebody threw two things at me. One of them hit me, and then one of them. Mm hit near like hit a monitor near me or whatever and at first i was like is someone throwing shit at me right now like is this seriously happening and then i looked down and there are these little bananas like these little plush bananas there's this chick in uh michigan or something that throws these banana phones that she sews for herself and if she likes your set she throws bananas at you so anyway, she went bananas for me, y'all. She went bananas for me. Fruit, fruit is good. No, uh, vegetables you. are bad. If someone throws a potato on your forehead. Yeah, no, for real, I was like, oh, man, what? Oh, like, who's throwing shit right now? Is this for real? And I was like, oh, what? No way. This shit's bananas. I can like, take a bunch no of strawberries to my next show. Gwen Stefani, you so hot. I don't want to be like um, a bummer here, but... We gotta get going. Yeah, we gotta go show. to soundcheck um, so we can so all play at Terrafest. Uh, we have a show tonight. Well, we Wait, do have a show. Tonight. What? Yeah. Um, but yeah, one so last question. Snap oh, these get, suspenders oh, on. <laughs> For both you guys, what do you guys got next? Any any shows coming up? Yeah. Anything you'd any like tours? to tell the world? What What do you want to? Yeah. What do you want to tell the world? You gonna go home and take a nap after this? What do you think? Um. Well, I got a I got a show with my homie homemade spaceship in uh, Denver. At Cervantes Masterpiece Ballroom on November 10th. That's nice. gonna be super fun. Go check also that out. excited <laughs> for uh, Megan, our uh, mini Midwest run with ooh, Defunct. Ooh, yeah, that's gonna yeah, be Early so sick. December. Super pumped about it's that. It's my birthday too, the next Fuck day yeah, after the last date. So yeah. I will be turning a nice ripe 22. Is <laughs> December 1st, 2nd, and Am I already uh, lying congrats. about my age? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Wait, Megan, yeah, is that a great hair? Just young enough yeah, to drink. <laughs> True. So I'm my mom. She's been 29 ever since she turned 29. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm about to turn 29, so guess who's about to be 29? Uh, Wait, are you actually 29, though? No, I'm Or do you just keep yeah. turning 29? Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're 28, and then uh, you turn 29, and then you just stay 29. I'm 29. Oh, I'm stoked for that, then. Never mind. <laughs> Real What's next for you, Troy? I got uh, sides turning twenty nine again. Uh, yeah, that's not until January. So, um, I think I got uh, a show coming up in uh, Chicago Land, and that's in December. And then I have some uh, New Year's Eve plans that I can't really announce yet because it's not solidified. Stay but tuned for secrets, and secrets, yeah, and more secrets. And more secrets from the old creepy butthole. <laughs> There's a lot of secrets. Here, in a lot of other exciting things. Yeah. <laughs> future <laughs> broadcasts. Yeah, so exciting. So anyway, yeah, thank you for uh, yeah, kicking for it with us, us. Tonight, guys. Tonight, guys, 
we will see you at the Skyway as we will right. be driving with you there. Right now, so. All right, round of applause yeah. for um, everybody and Kish's nipple. It's a very nice nipple, Kish. All right, thank you so much for joining us, guys. That was really dope to have Troy and Matt take a minute out of their busy Thanks, lives Thanks, to come dudes. kick it with us here in the green room. Uh, thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next Monday with another cool special guest. In the meantime, uh, share us with your friends. And um, oh, we got a couple shows uh, coming up here in like about a month. It's actually going to be my birthday in December, so we are doing a whole weekend of stuff. We'll be in Bismarck on December 1st at the vault. And then um, in Fargo on December 2nd, which is, a f- which is a Saturday at the Aquarium. And then for my birthday show, actually, uh, we'll be at Studio B from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Sunday. So it'll be like a Sunday day rager. Uh, there will be a free taco bar with entry. There will be vendors and body painters. It's going to be dope, um, guys. Yeah, it'll be awesome. We've Where's got Studio Static B, is Panic. Minneapolis, Sunday fun day. Yeah, it's downtown on Hennepin. Um, we've got Static Panic, Chuck Love, uh, True Feels, and we've got Juby coming in from Colorado. Mm-hmm. To, that's, that's uh, awesome. He's actually coming up from Chicago, but yeah, he'll be in Chicago the night before with Maddie O'Neill um, kicking it with her. And then uh, we have, most importantly, we've got Defunk joining us on all three of those dates. So if you haven't hit her Defunk, go check him out. He makes amazing, it's funky... Well, he's all over the place, actually. He makes, like, everything. It's not even one specific genre, except for that all of it's pretty funky. So, yeah, he's great live. He plays that rolly keyboard. Um, But anyway, yeah, we've got lots of really cool acts there. Since our first show. That was our first show. My first show. Well, yeah, Pat's first show with me ever was, like, three years ago at the Nether Bar, and that was with Defunk. And I think that, like, 80 people came out. And that's where we found Tim. That is where we found Tim. That's hilarious. So anyway, um, so mark your calendars. You can get your tickets now online. Um, just go check it out on Facebook. My Facebook is uh, fb.com slash Megan Hamilton official. And you can go RSVP to those events and get your tickets in advance, which I would definitely recommend. Um, people are going to for sure want to come out and see Defunk. So Did you say something about a free taco early. bar? Yeah, there's a free taco bar with entry to the Sunday Who's show. Who's making these tacos? Marusos. Ooh, that's oh. good tacos. Yeah, so it'll be awesome. Um, and I think that's kind of it. So uh, share us with your friends and uh, have a great Monday. Have a great rest of the week. If you need to peep us, uh, in the meantime, you can find us on soundcloud.com slash greenroompodcast. And if you need to peep us on Facebook, that's facebook.com slash greenroompodcast.mn. And we're also on YouTube. Just look me up, Megan Hamilton. We'll see you next week. Have a good night. This music is living forever somewhere over the English. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>